do have now our guest this evening, Mr. Francis Conyon, who is the coordinator of Men Engage. The topic for this very abbreviated African narrative is gender-based violence on the continent. And because last week certain concerned librarian citizens peacefully and passionately called attention to sexual and gender-based violence, protesting the high incidence of rape, particularly in the city of Monrovia, the impunity of perpetrators and the lack of support for survivors. So this organization, and we are joined by its coordinator, Men Engage Liberia, are taking the initiative. Tell us about your initiative. Thank you so much for joining us there, Francis. We appreciate your time. Thank you for the opportunity and um, the um, and for also uh, allowing us to uh, appear on your platform to uh, share what is uh, happening uh, currently in Liberia. So as you rightly said, uh, in Liberia we are currently witnessing the um, increment of uh, sexual gender-based violence, particularly rape, in uh, most of the urban centers. Uh, to be specific, Monrovia and all our cities. So um, in these few days, uh, institutions, uh, including many engaged Liberia, decided to stand up and to speak up and demand uh, for uh, action on the part of uh, our government and also all our duty bearers. So we um, have been having meetings, we've been uh, uh, engaging local media, so we decided to come up with a press statement, uh, and that was uh, made uh, public on the 31st in, 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 in Liberia. And basically what we tried to highlight was not to just look at what the government can do, but we were also calling on men in particular uh, to take up the responsibility to ensure that communities are safe for the growth and development of the girl child. We're also calling on religious leaders to make available time during their worship uh, sessions, during their religious functions, to be uh, uh, dedicated to talking to men and boys, perpetrators of gender-based violence, to see reason why the girl child need to live in peace, to see the reason why our women uh, need to live happily. As uh, you may be aware, uh, in our press statement, we uh, cited a report uh, ranging from January to July, just in between that is uh, approximately 600 cases reported. As we speak, if you listen to the local news in Liberia, there are too many cases reported in all parts of the of the country. So we think this is time for action. And that action needs to be taken by the government, led by the government, and then institutions like ours can be able to, to support. For us, all activists are calling for death uh, penalty for perpetrators of rape. But for us, we as men engage Liberia, we are aware that Liberia is a signatory to all our international conventions and protocol. So what we are calling for is the review of the laws and to see how we can be able to engage both local, traditional, and tribal leaders to see how we can strengthen the dollar, we can strengthen community-level engagement, we can see men as equal partner in this dialogue as compared to just seeing men as perpetrators, seeing men as evil. 
Why that's true? Let me hasten to note here that we are not providing justification for the men who are involved in perpetrating rape and sexual gender-based violence against women and girls. But we are saying too long in our culture, men have been left out of the dialogue, particularly in trainings when it comes to work around sexual gender-based violence. Most of the trainings are targeted towards women and girls. And our argument is that if you provide all the education, all the training to the women and girls, they go back to their community meeting the men and boys with no knowledge and sometimes all of ignorance, all of entrenched uh, 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 toxic masculinity, they tend to exploit the girl child or the women. So we are saying it is time to bring the views and aspirations of the men on board. It is time to engage the men on board so that they can help in promoting the rights of women and girls. Excellent. So these are just uh, some of what we we are saying. We are also calling on international partners to see how they can be able to support and buttress the effort of institutions that are undertaking uh, such water venture in our country. So basically those are uh, just uh, some of what we, we listed in our press statement. And if I may conclude on this point, uh, the cases... In Liberia, we have uh, statutory rape, and that means rape uh, perpetrated against violent, uh, against anyone below the age of 18 is considered statutory rape. And the 600 cases here, if you see in our press statement, about 450 of the 600 cases that were reported between January to July, 450 of those cases are rape cases against minor against children between the ages 18 downward so those are some of what we're saying and we think it's now a call to action we need to see the the uh, reason why we need to increase men because if they are mostly the ones who are perpetrating this violence i think we are saying it is time to involve them in a dialogue they cannot be excluded and always treated as as a second party to the issue and always treated as 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 outsider so we as men engage our thinking is that if we keep engaging the men and boys that way we can be able to make our community more safe and how do we do let that me ask this to... question francis because we're going to run out of time um let me ask this question what is the political attitude to the scourge of this very sudden i, would, I suppose you can confirm it if it is sudden but i mean these cases, how much of that are attributed to this current administration? I'm asking a, a potentially politically sensitive question because 2005, Ellen Johnson Sirleaf takes over as the first female head of state, not just of Liberia, but of the African continent, first elected on the African continent as president at the time, head of state, not just head of government. And then we saw her vacate office for George Ware. What has been the conversation in the highest office in the land? Because we do know the impact uh, President Johnson Sirleaf would have been in tackling some of these issues. Do you feel that you have a supporter in government, in the administration, not particularly the presidency? I'm asking that in relation to perhaps my references to how political office here, the presidency in particular, has responded to this. I just want to get a sense as to what librarians, through their president, think. I think uh, the uh, uh, political leadership needs 
to uh, step up um, uh, to the game because uh, comparing from uh, Madam Ellen Johnson's salive to current, we think that uh, this current government uh, is uh, um, a little slow in responding to these issues. Uh, I gave you a classic uh, example uh, a few days ago. There was uh, um, a mass protests in Liberia against the increment of rape it lasted for three days up to last Friday. And then the protesters uh, were requesting that the president of Liberia uh, receive their petition. And on the first day, the second day, the third day, the president did not show up, but rather uh, at the guy meeting, former president Ellen Johnson Sarif had left her resident to uh, interact and engage with the protesters. I think uh, if the will and the uh, attitude was uh, like before, I think our president, who has declared to be the feminist in chief, uh, would have come up to quickly respond and be able to act. I agree. Uh, yesterday, there were uh, a meeting at the general ministry between the president. There's a, a committee set up to, to pull, but I think the effort is, is a little too slow as compared to uh, the presidency of uh, Madame Salif, who was very, very active when it comes to SGBV uh, issue and also responding and, 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 and uh, taking strategic action and supporting government agencies strengthening institution to ensure that uh, these issues are addressed speedily and also the level of awareness uh, was increased as compared to now. So I think uh, the government is trying, but they need to do more. Uh, uh, so in, in a nutshell, the political will is not forthcoming because the institutions that are responsible, for instance, the court, we have criminal code E, and, uh, with the responsibility to fast grab uh, rape cases. Interestingly, criminal code E is situated in Monrovia. So what happened to cases that will come out here, for instance, in the rural uh, counties? Judges who are there as opposition of many gays Liberia, these judges need to be trained. We agree they might have the education, they might have uh, the sophistication when it comes to the law. But I think they need specialized training so that they can have understanding of some of these issues. Because mind you, when people don't have understanding, they don't treat issue with passion, with the kind of concern that uh, we need. So these are some of the challenges we have. And even uh, when there are cases in the rural areas, access to the justice system in terms of rural connectivity, in terms of the uh, manpower, uh, police officers to be on the, on the spot to arrest, uh, to be uh, to ensure that victims are given psychosocial support. All these structures were strengthened uh, under the previous government as compared to now due to financial constraint and, 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 and lack of other resources, most of these institutions are very weak. Uh, if I may climb on this point, there was a one No, I'm going to leave it there. Francis, I'm going to leave it there because we really have run out of time. But I think it's, it's, it's important for me to say you might as well just have been speaking for the most part about South Africa because the more you kept talking, the more one could draw distinct parallels in terms of the response at a social level, at a societal level, at an economic level even in relation to the challenges faced in relation ultimately to gender-based violence. Mr. Francis 
S. Konyan, coordinator of Men Engage Liberia. Thank you so much then, sir, for your time. Mamum Dende, you were listening to that conversation, and I'm just wondering what you as a commissioner would think in relation to the contribution that our guest has made, because a lot of what he says definitely does speak to some of the challenges you at the Commission for the Promotion and Protection of the Rights of Cultural, Religious and Linguistic Communities that are ultimately the channels or vehicles through which violence and abuse is perpetuated through. I mean, you can think of the church and how in many instances it has failed people, how culture has failed people, even the language that is used to describe women of a particular description or children of a particular description, it all boils down to violence, violence of a very obscene kind. Final comments, please, Mamum Dende. We've got one minute. I think, I, I think this, this problem is multidimensional. That is why it is important uh, for, 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 all, for all of us to work from family values in the first place, and then we go to traditional leadership, and then the government, but the communities should be directly involved, and the communities should come up with the solutions. That is why we, as the guy from KwaZulu Natal, spoke about that cattle, that cow that is slaughtered. You know, amongst amongst us, you know, there is a group of women only, when they punish this young man uh, 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 during his year. But you must also understand, once a, a grown-up man rapes a child, that means there's something wrong with that mind. And in our communities, Shayazi, Indodengans, Zalonga, Masiko, Ibanemi, Kuba, we must first find out, Ukuti, Upundonagel, where's the problem? Because so that is why we're saying the government must allow the communities to come up with the solutions. And if we do that, and, and we involve the culture, and, and I like with the guy that is that is talking, he's saying they are standing up as men. Men should stand up and teach other men. Women should stand up and teach other women. Not to find a man speaking on behalf of women in a women's organization. Women must speak for themselves, and key men must teach, Excellent. and then there must be a structure when they come together and discuss the solution. Tamako. Tamako. Dende, thank you so much for your time. You have been a great guest, you have been a great host, you have been a great voice of wisdom. Say good night to the listeners, please. In 10 thank seconds. You also thank the Commission for sending me. Thank you. <laughs> thank you indeed. Dr. Nogozola Ndende, ladies and gentlemen. Well, all of these questions that have been probed this evening were not necessarily designed to make you at home comfortable, but to for sure engage yourself, engage your community, and engage us as a people and what our true heritage is as South Africans. You can be very sure that for the balance of this month, you will be similarly uncomfortable, if not more. All predicated, of course, on making us better together. Good evening, everybody. This was the first show on this, the Heritage Month, as well as Tourism Month. Tourism stories we do welcome on SAFM Viewpoint. For now, good evening. It's time for the book reading. <laughs>